Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Karskat here, Christian Sinners Report Daily Podcast. So glad you're joining us today, wherever you are. We come to you today with that word. We started yesterday. We want to build on it about prophetic warfare, how to use your prophetic gifting in the season of war that we're in. Let's listen in and get some keys today to be victorious. Hello, hope you're having a good day. Uh, here it is on this Tuesday, the 23rd day of January 2024. I want to apologize. Last Friday, I think I said 2023. I was afraid I might do that this month sometime, but it is 24. And we should know that. I should know that because this is going to be a critical year in America as we have our elections coming up in November. Please be praying. If you're watching the news, things are getting a little bit crazy. The One of the Candidates for the Republican Party, Ron DeSantis, has dropped out of the race. Uh, Chris Reed from Morningstar Ministries had prophesied that, you know, that President Trump, former President Trump, would probably get the nomination, would win. Well, I think he prophesied he would, and that uh, that Ron would not be able to win. It wasn't his time. And so that, that plays out. I had a dream I've been sharing on our live streams for our American audience that uh, as the race would move forward, that Nikki Haley would rise. I didn't say she'd rise to the top, but she would rise. That's what the dream showed me. She was like a dough, a, a bread, like challah bread. When you, you make it before you put it in the oven, and then when it heated up, she would start rising, and that's what's happened to her. She now probably the only other candidate today is elections in New Hampshire, which is, well, primary elections, uh, voting for presidential candidates. So we'll know by the end of this day where she stands and whether she'll stay in the race or not, we don't know. Uh, I know that, um, you know, she's very controversial in a lot of ways. But um, anyway, so we, we saw that. And you got to remember, things could happen. You know, President Trump, former President Trump, as a lot of these indictments, uh, and there's no telling what may happen this year with that. So you may have to remember the number two candidate, uh, considering the Republican Party may have to make another decision should, for whatever reason, legally, the president be disqualified, former President Trump be disqualified. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure on all the laws concerning that. I, I, I believe you can be actually convicted and still run for president. <laughs> In America, it's one of the few positions. I know that happened in Ukraine years ago. A former mafia guy became the president, so he—I think he went to prison for murder or something—and he ended up uh, becoming the president. So, 
uh, I, I know America that gets unusual when you talk about uh, this election. So that's not my topic today. I just wanted to kind of give you an update. We're in Germany still, uh, just outside Stuttgart, a little town called Schorndorf, which we love. We have some great ministries here. Kingdom Life, I mean, yeah, Kingdom Life Now is the name of the ministry we work with here in this area. We do other ministries, but that's uh, where we're working with here. And we're doing a prophetic school uh, today and tomorrow. And then we're do filming some shows for them, uh, clips, video clips for them, for their website and for their YouTube pages. So you German-speaking people, please follow us. We'd love to have you because it's all translated. We have a translator while we film. Okay, let's get into our topic. I started yesterday. I don't want to uh, uh, move on without finishing that prophetic warfare I gave you the characteristics that is always true. Uh, as you go into battle, the God is always greater than our enemy. Uh, we have angels that guard our ways. You know, there's more for us than are against us. The battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. We have all these biblical principles that we have to have a starting point when we move into prophetic warfare. And I think the praise is a big part of it. I think that's the critical part of warfare. We enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, because warfare is actually won at the throne, if you ask me. The Lord is in charge of everything. He's, he controls the battles. But uh, as we said on our live stream yesterday, as we were talking, that <clears throat> when, Je uh, when Jehoshaphat went to battle, uh, into the warfare against the three armies that were coming against Israel, uh, the only strategy he had was through the prophetic. The prophets came and told him how to approach the war, which is to send the praisers out and praise, and the Lord would go before them. The battle belongs to the Lord. So I believe this with all my heart. In warfare, uh, prophetic strategy uh, is one of the, it's the key, if you ask me. It's the key to um, having a breakthrough and a key to having a guaranteed victory is because the Lord is telling you what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. If we don't listen to heaven, I'm not saying there's not sometimes we just pray, you know, and just pray, God, please help us. We pray against the enemy. We do those things. And it's not wrong. I still do that. But let me tell you something. In my experience and the people I work with and the people we flow with in the streams of God, in the streams of the kingdom, a prophetic warfare is uh, so critical. And it is literally, if you do what the Lord says, and he does what he says, because he will, uh, guaranteed victory. And that's what I want for this army that I'm speaking to as we speak today. Okay? So, um, the key three tribes that led Israel into battle, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. I talked a little bit about that yesterday. J Judah was first to battle. And so as we look at that tribe, uh, let, let's begin to understand why that's true. Uh, Judah would either move the Ark of the Covenant or go out against the enemy. And they asked the Lord in the book of Judges who would go first. And God says Judah would go first. So Judges, or Judah represents a sound or a sound of praise. When I was studying in Ephesians 1 recently, I was studying about how we were created uh, in him before the foundation of the world. That created word, that, that phrase there talks about we were created with a sound, a word. 
And when it talks about our creation and our creative purpose, well, Judah had a creative purpose to have a sound. He is a word. And Jesus is from the, the line. He's the line of the tribe of Judah. Isn't that he the word? John 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Right? So guess what? We have a word, his word in us. So Judah carried a word, a sound of praise. So a sound of praise has to go first. It's what breaks the way open for the other attributes of the prophetic and provision will come. That's what Issachar and Zebulun represent. So Judah is the fourth son of Jacob and Leah. And when he was born, mother says of him, now I will praise the Lord. See, for each, each of us, when we enter into warfare, the first response should be praising the Lord in the principles that we talked about earlier. You have to go in with that praise, right? So the sound of praise or is a scriptural in scripture brings breakthrough. And we see that in Jericho. When the sounds of the instruments, the shofar and a shout, both sounds, you get that? Are released, victory comes in creation. It was the sound of the Lord's word that brought the earth into being. In 2 Chronicles, we see the praise of the sound that went out for the enemy. When it did, it brought in the confusion of the enemy and it destroyed itself. Note this. That sound was in obedience to a prophetic word. But nonetheless, it was the sound that went first in the actual warfare. That's when we say Judah goes first. Prophetic is like band practice. That's the best way I can put it before an actual performance, right? Issachar had a role in Judah going out into battle. So they seek the Lord. They, what are you saying, Lord? And the Lord says, do it this way. And then they would go out. Now, wherever you are, it has a sound. Whatever city you live in, whatever nation you live in, sound, a sound of excellence, a sound of triumph, whatever that sound is. Now, if you don't release your sound that you were created to release, and it doesn't get out and accomplish what it is sent for. Now, we have come here prophetically to instruct you, I have, on how to release your sound to take back territory. We don't live, I don't live where you live, and, and you don't live where I live, most of you. Some of you do from our congregation. But So we don't carry the same authority you do. In other words... The realm where you live understands your sound. And when it hears it, it says, wow, they have authority because they live here. They paid a price here. I live in Shreveport, Louisiana. You're, if you came from Ohio, your sound, you could come and pray and so forth. But your sound, the spirit realm would recognize you're not from there. You don't have authority that way. But if I do, I have authority there. Same for you. What releasing praise does is it brings things into alignment first for us and then for the atmosphere now we're declaring these principles of authority to the entire spiritual atmosphere see in days of old war a drummer or a bagpipe was played ahead of the warriors it brings what everybody into synchronization everything is in the proper order so when leah names judah the word praise in hebrew is yada which means to give adoration with arms extended. The secondary definition is to cast or to shoot an arrow. 
So praise is a weapon in our hands. You know that song, right? Against our enemy. It is a, it's literal. It's not just a phrase. Artillery in, in war, if you ever study war, goes first in the battle. And we have got to have the sound of praise to take back what the enemy has stolen, to take back territory, take back a nation, and to take back promises that you have for your family, for yourself. Now, Issachar was known, was, was to know the times and seasons. In other words, what the Lord is going and how he's going to declare uh, uh, his word in a proper season. The prophetic is behind the scenes prior to the sound. Now, remember that. So when we go into warfare, prophetic warfare, we do it in the background. And then it goes in the foreground through Judah. The difference is that they relied on knowledge and experience. We in the prophetic rely on that as well. Yet we have the added benefit of the supernatural information from the Lord. Boy, just, just shout for that right there. Look, he knows where the enemy is. The Lord does. The strength of the enemy. He knows that. And the plan to overcome the enemy. Why would we not press in with our gifting, our prophetic gifting, to get that information, revelation, to know the strength of our enemy, the plan on how to overcome him? What that, in, in my, that's pure prophetic, followed by obedient praise, will bring what? A, a guaranteed outcome. <laughs> this then will lead to the provision that comes from victory. And the victories of Jericho, other cities, Gideon, Midianites, Jehoshaphat, his three enemies, Abraham, the 318 warriors, the spoils of victory, the provision, the Zebulun. So that's that last tribe that represents provision comes. This is the anointing to take resources and bring them to the kingdom. They know how to multiply what God has provided. That's what Zebulun does. And to bring the provision all to all who are hearing and it's the sound of the Lord. This turn, this in turn overcomes our enemy. So apply these principles to your personal life. Hear from God as to what he wants you to do against the enemy of your soul, the enemy of your family, the enemy of your city, the enemy of your nation. Get strategy and then praise and declare and watch God bring provision. That's my insight and understanding at a small level of what prophetic warfare is. And I'm saying this because we're going to need it this year like never before. Well, it's always been bad. No, it's really going to be needed this year. Don't, I'm not trying to, to build something up and just move your emotions. I really believe this with all my heart. Now you have within you Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the spirit, because it's Christ. He's the one that built those tribes. You have a sound of praise. You can, as a prophetic company, hear from God. And then you can be one who takes the spoils of victory. So, Lord, we just pray right now for everyone that's listening here today. Lord, in this podcast, I pray that you give them wisdom and insight on how to move in prophetic warfare. So that, Lord, you can have victory and have the promises that you gave to individuals, to cities, to states, to nations and see it fulfilled through your people as they release your sound in them. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. I love each and every one of you. Come back tomorrow for another daily podcast. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day here on our 
daily podcast from Christian Center's Report. So glad you are with us. We have some amazing things coming up. Uh, if you're interested in our Olive School of Ministry, full-time ministry, please go to our website, Olive SM. That means Olive School of Ministry, sm.com, and you can read about it and look if you're interested in doing this. We'd love to have you. All right, come back tomorrow. Join us here on our daily podcast. Bye-bye.